Hello. Welcome to the Ann Levine Show. Starring Michael over there. Hello. Oh, listen to that sultry radio. Sultriness. Oh, something, right? It still is. Oh, okay. Uh, Happy Australian Open. Yeah, that's happening. If you have not been partaking, you should be. Uh, The Carlos Alcaraz and Coco Goff stuff is amazing. It's just incredible. So it's been a lot of great tennis, actually. Yeah, I mean, like magic, magic tennis, like lots of tricks. And yep, and a lot of five-set matches, mm-hmm. all all over the place, actually. Things, so things that don't seem possible. So people seem pretty evenly matched, you know. So it's good matches to watch. It's great. You know what else seems impossible? What's that? That this is the return of the Anne Levine Show podcast. Oh, yeah. How about that? How about that? Took long enough, didn't it? It certainly did. But hopefully everybody, it's getting through to everybody. We know it's gotten through to some, so we heard about that last week. We did do a show, by the way. Oh, and, would you uh, like to oh boy. give a sample? Oh, you know what? I've got to, I've got to get that uh, pulled up here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we did a show last week, which we both felt was really good. Yeah, it's a good show. That doesn't happen all the time. No. Um, and I genuinely made. Oh, here, are you gonna play it? Well, when I get to it, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I genuinely made Michael laugh, which doesn't happen very often on the air, etc. And it was great. And we finished it, and it was going to be our first show back. Here we go. We can listen to a little bit of it here. This is how it turned out. This is the beginning of the show. And that's Abba singing there. Sounds so good. Yeah, we don't know, we have no idea why it sounded like this once it recorded, because we were listening to it and it sounded fine in the headphones. I'm really hoping so, that this show right now... Well, I've already double-checked that uh, that it's working. So. Isn't going to sound like that. Uh, so anyway, we are grand reopening. Yeah, what the heck? Was postponed. And um, I feel a little jinxy about saying anything about, and now here we are, except, and now here we are. Yep, so there you go. Uh, Do what you will with that. Yeah. That's right. So, Kiss, New York Groove. Yeah. You, you know the story of that song, right? Please tell. Um, they are all sitting around saying, we, uh, you know, talking about writing songs and uh, someone said well we need a we need a hit and ace said oh that's easy he said give me 15 minutes i'll get you a hit song and 15 minutes later he had new york groove where are all the other hit songs well you know 
So Though they had a lot of hit, Kiss had a ton of hit songs. But so. did he? I don't know about uh, Ace penning them, but yeah, yeah. Well, he had one big hit song at least. Yeah. So anyway. good old Ace Freely. Yeah. Is he still a fifteen-minute job? Uh, yeah, yeah. So many people are not among us any longer. I think they all are actually uh, the Kiss. Oh, the Kiss personnel. Boys. Yeah. But personnel of a lot of other bands and a lot of other things yeah true that true that are going away and um it's a little scary no it's a little, it's a little, little scary. scary you live long enough it gets scary right. so, so did we say this was the Anne levine show and they're listening on I womr no that i didn't say 92.1 fm over there. provincetown and then I immediately went to. And then I, I went to WFMR, ninety-one point three FM, Orleans. Right. Um, the, yeah. The voice and uh, spirit of Cape Cod. Well, look at you with all your. That's that's us right here. Things to say. Yeah. Right on. Independent radio stations. It, they are independent. Right. Pacifica Network. Very cool. Uh, speaking of which, I'm not even going to speak of which, except to say I know that I have been away for many months. Many months. Where have you been? Where have you been? Well, I'm sorry to say most of it, if not all of it, has been a long period of illness. Yeah, that is true. And various, various problems. Oh, do we want to tell people what happened to you this morning? Well, you certainly may do that. Well, Did I tell I mean, them about it last time? Well, no, you know, I last week. Have. Yeah, I don't think so. But it wouldn't have been from last week. It was right. It, it would have been a, a few weeks ago. More yeah. than a month ago. Yeah. All right. Well, go tell away. Well, uh, she uh, she started off her morning by uh, getting up earlier than usual and uh, going to the doctor and getting a needle stabbed into her eye. Correct. So getting an injection in her eye. Correct. That's so. Well. And uh, and we've got video of it. Yes. And, um, Maybe yuck. we'll put some up on the thing there. I, yeah, so one of the things that happened to me in August, I think it was, it was right before the other thing happened. Yeah. My, the, the what's it called? The pup, pit, Oscar Pretorius, what's it called? Yeah, that, I don't know, you're, you're the infection. Yeah. yeah, but in my jaw. Right. I can't remember what it's called now. Darn it. You were the only one who knew. I know. I know. All right. Well, there's this salivary gland. Now I've got to find out. Oh, parotid. The parotid. So I had yeah. paritis. Yeah, paroditis. No, it's paritis. Paroditis. Or paroditis. Yeah. Anyway, it's an infection... Right in the corner of your jaw, like right where the hinge is. Yeah, and it's a tiny All little the gland in, the in there and it's normally. Tiny. And 
one morning I started to feel a little pain there, like it was a bruise or something. Anyway, this thing blew up and I was in more pain than I ever remember being in. And that includes some pretty painful yeah. <laughs> things. Yeah. But I was in the hospital and I had sepsis. The drugs didn't do anything to no. help the pain either. No. And they were jacking you up. My own doctor came in to speak to me one day, morning, night. I don't know. Yeah, it all goes blends together. And she was asking me some questions. And I was giving her the craziest answers. And answers I believed. <laughs> like, you know, she said, you need some rest. Yeah. And I said, I know, but I can't. You know how it is in a hospital. People are waking you up every 10 minutes. And to furthermore, my doctor did rounds at 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And she was said, what? I said, yes, <laughs> my doctor did has been doing rounds at 5 a.m. In fact, this morning, he was in here at 22.5. And she looked at me, pushed some hair out of my face, mm -hmm. and said, you are so high. <laughs> yeah. And I said, yeah. well, you're my dealer. Because they were giving me so much pain medicine. Right. Well, they're like yeah. on the edge of the legal limit, maybe a little over. Um, no matter what they did, it the pain just did not stop. No. Until the infection finally, almost a week later, started to calm down yeah and recede a little after bit. they hit you with like nuclear antibiotics and it was horrible of, yeah and my whole body was infected but anyway so shocking yeah that was, that was shocking. as it was i got home and i was a mess I needed physical therapy, occupational therapy, nursing at home. Yeah. And so. And it helped. Well, yeah, that yeah. part helped. But yeah. I have never, um, including all the horrendous things I've been through. I mean, kidney stones, you know, thoracotomy, abdominal surgery, blah, blah, blah. blah. All those things never required any kind of, you know, post post hospital care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'd love to tell you more about some of that care, but um, I can't name names. I'll have to yeah. wait. I'll have to wait like another year. Right, and change. You know, change a bunch of things yeah, up and change a few things yeah. around. So, anyhow, we we were talking last week about ABBA, 
and right the phenomenon that is abba and that won't go away no you can't you can't kill it what the hell i don't know i mean here's this is a band famous for a song none of them speak english they're all schweds and they won eurovision in 1972 with the song waterloo right I don't know who wrote it. I certainly don't know who wrote the lyrics. But it was... None of, and what are their... It's like Frida, Fricka... Yeah, I Bjorn don't know. Bjorn and... Anders. I and think it's Anders is one of them. Whatever it is. Yeah, and then, I think I got that one right. I mean, the the franchise... This, like... They can't make enough movies. They can't do enough Broadway revivals. Yeah. You know, Meryl Streep, can you imagine how much money they must have been putting out? Yeah. For them to get that cast. Who is it? Cher, Meryl Streep. Right. And like, I don't know, Dolly Parton. I mean, Everybody it? else. Yeah. yeah. Jane Fonda. Um, Liv Ullman, the only Swedish actress i can think of at the moment <laughs> oh elky summer elky summer there you go and Britt eckland brava yes how much money do i win for that all the money yep yep just okay. send it to ann levine yep care of w omar that's right Provincetown, massachusetts exactly that's what you do with that uh swedish actress Bingo card. That's right. And now, one of the reasons we did that, we put that song on, is because we were, um, we we watched Napoleon. We did. Yeah, so that was kind of our tie-in to the Waterloo thing. At Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. Yeah. What a horrible lyric. However, <laughs> I must admit that as the... Little child I was, I was obsessed by that song. Mm. Obsessed. I thought it was the best song ever. Let, let's see. Oh, when, oh, also when we were discussing them, I mentioned that I don't know any of their songs and then named about <laughs> ten of them. So, and then I said... Yeah. <laughs> what about this? What about yeah. that? What about like this? I, oh, yeah. He, he knew every single one of their songs. Yep. And I am not an ABBA fan. I mean, no, I I'm don't, not either. Yeah. I don't have a single ABBA song in my Spotify playlist. I never had one of their albums, cassette, schmanette, yeah. whatever. No, Nothing. me neither. So uh, it was... But it was hilarious. You don't realize, like Michael didn't realize. Yep. How many of mine actually know? Are like in the zeitgeist. Yeah. And I started out with, how about Waterloo? Right. And then we went on from there. You know, Mama Mia. Fernando. Fernando. Oh, God, that band is so annoying. Um. And, okay, so they own the world. Good for them. Yep. They're doing good. However, the film, which inspired us to play Waterloo. Oh, yeah. 
Napoleon, Napoleon with, uh, with Joaquin. With Joaquin. Phoenix. Yes. Um, well, let's discuss it, shall we? Sure. I thought Joaquin was uh, pretty good, actually. I thought he was pretty good. I thought the character was weird. And he's very good at being weird. But uh, other than that, I don't know. I uh, thought there was a lot of gratuitous violence. Well, all right. Yeah. Stuff I didn't want to see. You know, like at the at the beginning stuff you didn't actually see. No, but I um, know what it was. Yeah. And it, well, and it was awful, and I didn't like it. Um, I didn't felt I didn't feel that it served up. I don't know. Maybe it's like I said. I maybe it's a famous story that I don't know, and they felt they had to tell it because it's part, you know, a big part of the story. Well, I guess I think that when you are watching a film about a warrior who spends his entire life warring. Yep. And anyway, I didn't think it was gratuitous. I mean, if you're going to watch a story, watch a film about a guy who just wars around all the time. Right, yeah. You know, that's what there is to tell. The other story that they focused on was Josephine. Josephine, right. And Napoleon. Whose hair I really did like at the beginning when it was all just a mess. Short and like she just got out of prison kind of thing. Yeah. I thought it was cool then. Um, well. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I really thought that was a cool no, haircut. I know. It was very weird, but. Well, I, I mean, one of the things we discussed last week, too, which is the complete, uh, the costuming for oh, all. Oh, yeah. For all period dramas. On the women is absurd. Is uh, right. It's a Victoria's it's a Secret push-up, bra, fest. boobs out, and kind that of thing. is absolutely not. I mean, go. No, that is true. They, the things were much more modest. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, you know, not too long before that in England. You basically had to have on a fancy habit. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Your neck was covered. Your hair was covered. Yeah, the back of, uh, you know, you had the big collars. So, I mean, yeah, you were covered front ruffs, and back, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And so by the time of Napoleon and also it was France, things were, you know, Less uptight. Yeah, but, but they still you didn't weren't. Go around with your hair flip flopping around. Right. You know, you had big ornate hair. I don't know. There was a well, lot. Well, a lot of wigs for one thing. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of. You know, it turned like I said, it turned into Bridgerton. Yeah, it, it did kind it of got, feel that way. Parts of it, particularly mm -hmm. with women, and Josephine was sort of the head of that crew. Uh, and it was interesting, the, the reenactments of the battlefield stuff, and I don't mean the 
violence, the actual fighting. I mean, where they show what a tent looked like inside. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. And yes, there would the head dude, in this case Napoleon, be sitting at a wooden table, you know, with China, with a chef, yeah. With whatever. Oh, the yeah. whole thing. You know. Um, a petit filet and a creme brulee. You oui. know. And then I'll go. Merci. Fight some English people. Okay. Or some Germans yeah. or whatever. Anyhow. Russians. Or some Russians. A lot of Russians. Yeah. Um, Not the best idea, but uh, there the were a lot of. The other Russians. thing about this film that was absurd was that it was very hard to tell who was Russian and who was French. Ah, yeah, And I mean the big groups. The flags were, um, I don't know, everything was like the same. They all looked the same. Mm -hmm. Particularly during the Russian campaign when they got to St. Petersburg. And I wonder um, if that was like an art director sort of idea, you know, to keep the colors kind of the same or or what. I don't know. But, yeah, I I agree. It was all very, well, the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell who was doing what to whom. Uh, So, anyhow, I'm going to give that a solid... C plus. Okay, C plus for Napoleon. I'm I'm with you on that. I might give it. Uh, or even a C. Maybe. Might give it a C. Yeah. I was trying to, I uh, was trying to, not step on your feelings. I see. Yeah, I see. Well, huh. init- No, seriously. Initially, you were more of a fan. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing with the. Horse, God, that just... Yeah, well, see, there's this one thing... But even at... I mean, that's like one of the first things you see. Yeah, but... but when we spoke about it last week, you were more of a fan than you are now. Well, I'm I'm more of a fan of Joaquin. I thought he, w- I thought he was interesting. But uh, because he's never the same guy, even though he's usually some wacko out of his mind... Like Napoleon, like Napoleon, and like uh, Arthur, you know, in the Joker, and um, like every role he plays, he's whacked, but it's never the same. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's uh, I think that's really interesting, and probably really hard to do. Well, and, uh, and I think he does it well. So, okay, I was utterly unmoved by his performance. And by the entire thing, which came to me as a surprise. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought Napoleon was wild, a total wild man, a total nut. I mean, I, what, I don't know. He was a warrior, a big, huge warrior. Yeah. And... That was more important to him than anything in the world, was getting power through war. 
Right. Well, and I told you I actually caught some of that through when when I didn't think you were seeing it. And I said, well, he seems just focused and like he's got a plan and he knows where he's going. And you just thought he was, you know, awkward. I did. I thought he was awkward, boring. I didn't think he seemed as sure of himself. Yeah. See, I didn't. And I didn't get that. So much. You thought he was? Yeah, I thought he he seemed like he here's his plan. He's got his plan in his head. He's going there. Ain't no one getting in the way. Yeah. Well, oh, here we are. Yeah. We disagree. Um, but we still, I uh, still, I'm only going to give it a C. Well, yeah. <laughs> there so. you go. So, I have now. See, I don't know who knows what. At this point, okay. because some people have been listening to the Well, show. we've had the show on the, um, you know, it's been broadcasting, obviously, well, on, the, on the radio. and then Mostly um, reruns. And then uh, we've had several shows that we've put up on the Facebook on the page. On the Facebook page. And on our website and everything. But if you don't know it's there, and yeah. if you're used to it downloading, and uh, your yeah, automatically going to your yeah. uh, phone or whatever. So iPad. If you've heard some of this, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, but I had to get shots in my eye twice. That's right. Plus more are coming. Um, they're working. Yeah, you get to you, you get to do that like almost once a month. That's so nice. Yeah, actually once a month. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, so I tipped on this huge Martin Scorsese thing. Right. Yeah. Um, film festival privately, and. I can't begin to list. I mean, I've seen everything. I had not ever seen Shutter Island. Right. And because at the time it came out, I wasn't thinking about Martin, first of all. Mm-hmm. Or Marty, as I and... Right, as people who are close to him call people him. People that we yeah. know that are close to him call Sorry. him. yeah. Oh, that just gave me... I, I know. Aja thinking know. of that. But anyway. Um, anyway, so then I was like, oh, Scorsese, and I'm running out. I mean, the only one I haven't re-watched. I've seen them all. I had seen them all except for Shutter Island. Uh-huh. And the only other one that I haven't re-watched yet is Raging Bull. So, oh yeah, which yeah. is you know so fantastic. Which we are are probably gonna do, but yeah. Anyhow, Shutter Island, uh, they totally got me. There are people who say that they knew what was coming, how uh-huh. it was gonna end. I didn't for a second. So. And I didn't know anything about it before I saw it, except that Leo 
goes to Shutter Island. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's... Which is a, not a penal colony, it's an island prison. Yeah. And there are three sections. The men's section, the women's section, and the, oh my God, you're too dangerous um, yeah, to, for anybody section. Or, you know, and your only recourse is to be lobotomized or just to be in a cage for the rest of your life. It's and well, it's that's not so bad. No. And it's a horror film. Um, at least that's how it was portrayed when it was released. Right. It's actually a psychological thriller. And the end is so interesting. And I don't feel like saying much more. I really would love it if Michael saw it. And of well, course, I saw it years ago, and I've kind of forgotten everything about it, really. So Okay. Well, I'd like to know if you recall at some point what what happens yeah anyway. i don't uh, we, uh, we did talk about this the other day i don't remember anything about how it ended but so shutter island so that i should watch it again then i did a double feature completely on my own and of all the double features i have done this was above and beyond the most absurd <laughs> pair of films you I could see. ever imagine. This is it, huh? I'll start with the fantastic one, which is called After the Fall. Oh, yes. Okay. You need to see it. It is in English except there are a few places where there are French or German spoken briefly, and there are subtitles there, um, but no problem understanding every second of this film. And it is, it takes place in Switzerland. The scenery is gorgeous, and it is one of those rare, rare films that Americans are too afraid to release where it is a murder mystery, or is it? Ah. So when this film ends, and it's not like Shutter Island because I didn't realize it or I hadn't seen the whole thing. When this film ends after the fall, you have no freaking idea except what's going through your head as to what happened. Uh-huh. Absolute zero. Uh, which is certainly something that American filmmakers refuse. That is true. They think that Americans won't put up with that. Yeah. Yeah, and that it has to be resolved. And they're creating yeah. a bunch of babies 
who can't watch a movie I agree. like that. Yep. There's also, it's sophisticated. Mm-hmm. It's not over anyone's head. It's just not, you know, it's not Spider-Man and Catwoman. Yeah. Go to the Alps. You know, it's <laughs> it's not one of our American dork yeah. fests. No. So it's really, really good. The the actors are great. The script is great. Uh I mean, I don't know if it's based on a novel, but I want to read this person's novel. I haven't had enough of a chance to get it together um, and make uh, make notes about this film, um, but I want to, and I cannot urge you strongly enough to watch After the Fall. It just left our movie theater about a week ago. Yeah, We have an art house here. There might be one near you. I'm talking to you, Steinberg. Um, hmm. Go see it. Oh, my God, it's so good. And then, you know, send me a note and tell me I'm crazy and it was terrible. Uh, excellent. An excellent film. Oh, the acting. Good grief. Anyhow. Uh, if I wanted to move to Switzerland, I would. Yeah. That, that's my final, final words on that. Now, I'm not sure how or why this happened. Okay, I I'm I'm taking full responsibility for okay. the fact that it did happen. Mm-hmm. But how I got there is utterly mysterious. Yes. Okay. So but after the fall and, and and what's the what's the other one? The color purple. Oh, you did watch it. I okay. did. Yeah. Okay. I did. Okay. All right. All right. So the Look. new version of the color purple with Taraji and uh, Fantasia and who else is in it? Daniel Brooks. Mm-hmm. Um, Lou Gossett. Junior, senior, whatever uh-huh. he is at this point. Right. Um, He's the senior junior. Yeah. Right. And I don't know who I'm forget. Regardless. Yeah. A big cast. Let me just go back here for a second. In 1985, The Color Purple came out. Right. And... It was fantastic. Yeah, it was a big deal. I got carded. One of the things I'll never forget is I was in North Carolina, and I got carded. Wow. At that film, which... That sounds a little racist. Does it? I'm still trying to figure out... Trying to keep people from going to see the black people movie. See? See? Yeah, no, I don't see, but... <laughs> okay. That's so weird. Was it a rated R movie? I don't think so. I, I mean, I'm trying to remember what could have... What about it could have been rated 
Yeah. Anything. I mean, you know, there were some people beating on some other people, but certainly no no Django Unchained or Right, yeah. I mean no, there was nothing. There was nothing I mean Whoopi Goldberg. Well, now it is. No, the original one from 85. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's very, very Why this, this, their pimply kid at the box office (laughs) said, Ma'am, may I see your ID? I mean, the fact that he called me ma'am. Yeah. And then asked to see my ID. But he was so nervous. I'm sure it was his first day. He was wearing a bow tie. I mean, you know, this is like a very, very long time ago. Yeah. In a different state. Well, you know, uh, you did get to see it, though. So that's that's the good part. And then you did see it again. And... Um, and you, I guess you're going to tell us how you like it. Now, I have heard things about the making of this movie that don't don't make me too happy. But, um, well, you know. I, I saw it. I loved it. I was alone. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, the fact that I got carded just kills me. Yeah. It could not have been more. That's very funny. Seems so odd. But it was great. And then I saw the play, the musical. Oh, yeah. In New York. Huge mistake because, excuse me, my sister Elena had just passed away. uh, A year prior. And if you know anything about color purple it's a story about two sisters who are separated um so you see the life of one of excuse me one of the sisters um as she goes through her very difficult life missing her sister so it was a brilliant choice on my part Actually, the reason that I went is because my friend Julian was working backstage on that. Ah, cool. So he got yeah. me a house seat. Anyhow, yikes. Um, but it was good. The The musical was good on Broadway. Mm-hmm. All right. That thing has been reviving and recirculating. Because no one has had any new ideas in at least 40 years. That's right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think uh, I think um, uh, Hamilton, you know, a rap-based uh, Broadway show, that's kind of different. So. Oh, yeah. There's been yeah. A, there have been a few things. Yeah. Book of Mormon, definitely unprecedented yeah true true uh (laughs) hamilton and i would even say you know there have been some rock 
a couple of rock things, original ones, mm-hmm. like, and you've probably never heard of them, Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson. Yeah, that was amazing. Jackson. Jackson, yeah. And then there was um, Liz Estrada Jones. Right. And these are m- musicals with rock musical, with rock music, <laughs> that had fairly short runs. Yeah, they but just they were cool. But then, yeah, then we got Hamilton. We got Book of Mormon. Yep. And even the Putnam Counting Spelling Bee. Uh-huh. Which was adorable. So, yeah, there have been a few things. But in film in particular. Right, yeah, they can't find anything new. It's uh, f- find an, a single idea and beat it until it's unrecognizable. Yeah, then do it again. Yeah, that's right. And then, oh, hey, this looks different. Let's do another one of those. Well, so, I don't know what's wrong with them. So here's the thing with the color purple. The new... The new one. The new mm-hmm. one. I thought that Fantasia was absolutely fantastic, devastating. Yeah. What a performance. And not just... Like as a singer. Some of this stuff was... You know, someone came on, sang their song, and left. And the the idea of the musical doesn't thrill me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this musical, I'll tell you why. Um, it's too clean. It reminded me of In the Heights, where it was like, why are the streets so clean? Yeah. You know, Nothing looked like you're in some... In the barrio or whatever, yeah. Well, this was in, you know, some little dusty farming town in Georgia. um, Starting at the beginning of the 20th century. Right. So I think it starts in 1905 and it goes through 1947. And it never looks real. You know, the costumes are costumes. You know, nothing is unpressed, unwashed. Right. And the sets are like that, too. Everything was... Very, very clean and sharp and not... uh, Yeah. Not used. Exactly. Yeah, not used looking. And yeah. so it didn't look like anything hmm. um, except for it looked like, you know, a lot in right. Hollywood, which is what it was. I hate it when shows are done on lots and that choice is made. Mm-hmm. You know, In the Heights killed me. I was like, there's not even a cigarette butt on I, this I street. Know. I know. It looked ridiculous. And it wasn't it's a that paper cup or a nip bottle or nothing. anything. Yeah. A piece of newspaper. Nothing. Nothing. 
And this was exactly the same. And so it gave it that Disney quality. Right. Yeah. Which I can't stand. And the original movie did not have that. Precisely. People people got dirty. Oh, yeah. No, the you original know. film yeah. was as realistic, I think, as you can get. Yeah. Um, this was like choreography, costumes, production numbers. Yeah, yeah. That's really what it was, except for Fantasia. Oh, my God. Right on. I am. Who was I saying had to win Best Actress? Oh, Lily Gladstone, uh-huh. who did win the Globe for Best Actress. Uh-huh. From Killers of the Flower Moon. Gotcha. Yep. And I am now conflicted because Lily Gladstone. I've I've been going on and on about her and about that film and how great it all is. And you think Fantasia might be hip checking her out of the way? I don't know that they will do that. I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, you're in Hollywood, right? You're yep. voting. You you're part of the the academy. And you have to choose between a Native American and an African American. Right. How does that work out? Well, I don't know. You just look and see who's the best. You, you look and see who's, who's the white woman. Yeah, right. You Where's know? Meryl? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Meryl, what was she just in that I saw? Darn it. Oh, it just happened. You were there. You I saw w- it, I, too. I was. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, shoot. Well, anyway, Meryl, I just saw you. Was it, um, was it something on television? Could be. All I right. mean, she's been on Only Murders in the Building, but we haven't been watching that. Okay. Uh... So there was that. There was that. That's right. That happened. Yes, I saw them. I tried to watch the bounty. Um, oh yeah, because we talked about th- we were talking about that the other day. I've been looking for sort of big, fabulous movies where it's been plenty long enough that I really don't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. Just a snippet here and there. And um, <clears throat> wait, where was it that what's his face? Joe Coy. Was that the Golden Globes? I think so, yeah. Okay, well I guess the it was Emmys. there. The Emmys. Yeah, I think it was the Emmys. Well, anyway, he did a terrible job. But <clears throat> all that being said, I am not a an award season groupie, except I've been a movie groupie like crazy. So I tried to watch The Bounty. <clears throat> Didn't work out for me. You know, huh. I saw 
Um, Anthony Hopkins, Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, okay, Liam. he did. He did host the Globes, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Anthony Anderson who did the Emmys. Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson. And oh, who am I forgetting? Mel. Mel Gibson, in the beginning, at as the trial is about to start. Mm-hmm. And so, what I would say to you is, if you have not seen the bounty. By all means, see it. I mean, Anthony Hopkins, Daniel Day-Lewis, Mel Gibson, and who am I forgetting now? um, Did I say everyone? You mentioned someone else Oh, Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson. All in their prime. Very special set of skills. See it. It's fantastic. But as it started to go into it, I just felt like, nope. Nope, nope, nope. You're, I, you're I know done, huh? how this goes, and I'm not in the mood for. Uh, I'm not in the mood. Yeah. Um, for the big ship stuff, I'm not in the mood for that in general. I mean, mm-hmm. I find it incredibly upsetting to be reminded. Of the many hundreds of years when, well, I mean, it's still in action, actually, when we were so disgusting, and I say we, I mean white people, colonizing everything. Yeah. And owning everything and taking everything, including the people. And... With no mention, you know, like, so something like Mutiny on the Bounty, written originally, didn't discuss any of that stuff, you know? It it was just sort of, like, brushed aside. It was Mm -hmm. under the table. It wasn't the issue, even though that's how everyone got where they were. In the film? Right, yeah. So I think it's a great film, and I think you should watch it. And I watched it once already. I put in my time. Oh, and I watched Gravity again. Oh, that's right. One of the best space films there is. That's right. And you were on the space kick. You did The Martian and uh, Gravity. Well... The space kick is really frustrating because there are only about five space movies that are great. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like Alien, Alien, Alien. Well, no, Alien's a great movie, but it's it's not a space movie. Right, exactly. Science fiction kind of thriller. Right. Thing. It's not just. You know, I mean, even The Martian is absolutely, there. there's, that could happen. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, gravity could happen. True, true. Um, and then there are the films that are about stuff that did happen. Apollo 13. Right. The Right Stuff. Uh, 
and I love them, but there are not enough of them. Yeah. No, I agree with you. For me to, but I end up having to do little festivals every year. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I've been movie junkieing it lately. That's right. Um, did I talk about Taxi Driver? No, but you did talk about the Scorsese stuff, but you, uh, that was another one you did. Taxi Driver. Yeah. Unbelievable. I had not seen it since whenever it came out, had never seen it again, and boy, did I have that wrong. I mean, hmm. like in my memory, mm -hmm. um, I remember, you know, snippets and clippets right. from here right. and yeah. there, but I did not remember... So much, I definitely didn't remember the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't remember Sybil Shepard. Right. I didn't yeah. remember Harvey Keitel. I yeah, mean, I just I just remember Jodie Foster and... Uh, Robert and De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyhow, this, this is a must-see film. And if... The last time you saw it was when it came out. N never mind. You need to see it again. Yeah, see it again. Uh, so, yeah. No, I did a whole Scorsese thing. And the, I'm only hesitating because I can't remember what I've talked about. And Well, we've probably talked about some of this, but hey, you know. <clears throat> but hey, you What know. are you going to do? Um, really? Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah. Got fired from the kids' baking show. Yeah, what the heck happened to that? I don't know, but I hate it. Me too. Me I too. I mean, why? I don't know. And, by the way... I don't think she's been too controversial lately. She's been really upset about it. No, I know she's upset. I know. Yeah. yeah. No, she's, she stopped... Uh, she She got off the horse a long time ago. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's been clean. No, she's uh and she's just I don't know, I she does TikTok videos and, you know, it's well, they didn't invite her back, which is very sad. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Also, which we didn't really speak to is that rumor has it that Oprah Winfrey has been an SCB, and yeah, <clears throat> she, she has not paid these women in the color purple anywhere near what they would have been paid if they were white. Right. And I don't mean by Oprah necessarily, but these women have not been paid enough. And well, I mean, it does kind of come down to her. She's the executive producer. So, along with Steven Spielberg, on this you new putz. one, though? yes. Okay, well, and I don't like any of it. Yeah, me too. It's really upsetting, and these women. Oh my God, they were so fantastic, and they worked their tushies off. They they. It's it's just so wrong. Yeah. 
And who came up with this? Now, we've heard a lot of numbers. Monique has been talking about it. True, yep. Um, and I guess Taraji has said a few things here and there. Right. But I don't feel like, oh, I've heard the full story. I understand, um, et cetera, et cetera. Well, speaking of film news. The full thing, yeah. I have some sad film news. Uh, Norman Jewison from Canada, one of the great directors of all time, passed away. And he was, I think, 97 or 97. Yeah. Yeah. And he did Fiddler. He did Moonstruck in the heat of the night and others in the great canon of great films. And a couple of my favorites. I mean, Moonstruck, Fiddler, Hmm. right up there for me. Interesting thing about Norman Jewison from Toronto. Not Jewish. Yeah, it is interesting. And he was tormented as a child because of his name. Oh, And everyone assumed, as I'm sure many people do, that he was Jewish. Uh, And then particularly because he did this film. Um, Anyway, he suffered from misdirected anti-Semitism. That sucks. Yeah, and of course he could have changed his name, but... Well, he did all right, though, you know. Ugh. I don't know how to thank him for giving me at least two of the films that have meant the most to me in my life. And if you haven't seen Moonstruck or Fiddler or In the Heat of the Night, do it. And for Norman Jewison, please put a light on Store. 